Welcome to the SYP Oxford podcast. As ever, I'm your host, Charlotte, and this week uh, I'm back with the lovely co-chairs of SYP Oxford, April Peak and Esther Morrison. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for having us. (laughs) It's lovely chatting with you again, and particularly lovely because we're talking uh, this week a bit about actually being on the SYP committee. so unless you ha- if you haven't been keeping track of our socials, applications to be on uh, the SYP committee are now open. Yay! Um, so um, do you guys want to tell me uh, a bit about what being on uh, an SYP committee actually means? <laughs> I guess it means uh, different things depending on uh, which committee and which roles. It's worth mentioning that... Um, We've got several branches across the country because I know that um, we have listeners from all over the place, um, as well as the UK committee. Um, so they all look slightly different depending on where they're based. Um, so we're obviously going to focus on the Oxford committee. Um, mine and April's role this year has been um, the chair of the committee. So that's just kind of heading it up, overseeing um, the activity, liaising with the UK team um, on sort of central matters um, and things like that. As Esther was saying, there are different opportunities across the different branches, but essentially, you know, being just like being part of a society as a member, being a volunteer is something that you can put down on your CV. It's a way, if you're not in publishing already, to demonstrate a sustained interest in the industry. It's also an opportunity, believe it or not, to learn more about publishing because by being involved in a branch's events or um, seeing the activities of a branch firsthand because you're contributing to it, you actually get the perks of being a member, access to that information, the opportunity to shape the content that a branch would put out depending on which role you're taking. And really it's, it's great to get a range of different perspectives on a committee as well because it's important from our perspective that our content or offering is fresh and so if there are questions that we're not currently answering and you can see gaps in our coverage you know, bring your ideas to a branch and you'll be able to influence the way that things are done next year so it's, it's a very exciting opportunity to gain publishing experience to influence that knowledge and that opportunity for upskilling um, as well as an opportunity to get transferable experience you know it's a time at the moment where the job market's a little bit hostile it's a bit difficult but if you're interested in the job in marketing or publicity if you were an events officer that's really relevant experience if you again want to go into marketing and you can say that you manage the communications for a regional branch of a uk-wide society that's another way in which you know working with the syp can help you to get actual industry experience or you know experience that is transferable so i'd say it's a good opportunity to make yourself stand out as well as to you know gain an insight into what the society does into the industry and to network and gain new friends yeah no that that all sounds great and actually you've mentioned uh april a couple of couple of the roles that that are open for people to apply for events officer and comms officer um what other roles are available on on the committee Mm -hmm. 
So the, yeah, the roles that are available at the moment, we're recruiting for events officers. In ordinary times, that would involve arranging physical, in-person, um, you know, into and ahead level events. But, uh, you know, while everything is virtual, it's an element of, it's an element of, you know, ensuring that we still have that presence, even though we're virtual, so organising digital events. Uh, we have communications officers who manage the social media channels, who put together our fantastic newsletter content that goes out each month. Um, and there are all sorts of other roles as well, which are less outward facing. We have a treasurer who manages the finances and keeps track of um, our bank balance as well as our expenses. Uh, we have student liaison officers so that we have that connection to the universities in Oxford as well as that student perspective on uh, what we're doing. We have a diversity and inclusion officer whose really job is to make sure that we're being as accessible, inclusive as we can possibly be, bringing a fresh pair of eyes to our current practices as well as sense checking our comms, our events in their digital uh, incarnation. We have a partnerships officer who really their focus is to work with local businesses to ensure that we have that reach, not just on an individual level in Oxford, but we're partnering with the bookstores or we're having lasting relationships with the course leaders at the universities or uh, people who we partner with, like the recruiters in the area as well. So there are all of these different roles uh, that Esther and I as co-chairs have been managing this year, which we're recruiting for next year. But there's also the conference team because the conference, which was managed by the London uh, branch this year, it alternates locations. So next year, it will be the responsibility of the Oxford branch. So we're also looking for co-captains and conference officers to really, from the ground up, build next year's conference to come up with the talks, uh, the theme, everything from the vision to the actual operational details. So something for everyone, really. A lot of choice. Um, and also, if you fancy becoming the host of a podcast my role of multimedia officer is is up for grabs as well so a huge variety of things uh that you can do um and esther so you actually you started off as a as a comms officer uh before you were co-chair what do you feel you've gotten out of your experience um on on the syp committee um, i think in both roles the, the chairs role and the comms role it's just given me an extra level of responsibility that I um, don't necessarily get from my current job I work in quite a large team um, obviously making an impact but when you have you know when you're solely responsible um, for the comms channels you get to completely decide the, the strategy for social media um, for email um, and that gave me some really good uh, experience to draw upon um, I've definitely used that experience in interviews um, and it's it's nice to have a variety of experiences um, in those settings. And then from the chair, um, I had very little um, in terms of, sort of leadership and management experience. And so it was like a whole new learning curve um, and a chance to kind of develop those skills. And what about you, April? Because I believe you were, you were an events officer, weren't you, before, before you were okay? Yeah, 
I was. Um, it, it was interesting. It was. I had. It was a very different year to <laughs> this year, given that you know I was actually organising the physical events in 2019, and you know the whole committee this year has been virtual. So you know, there's been quite a striking difference actually between the two. But I would say I've got really good experience out of both years that I've volunteered. So when I was an events officer, I really thrived on getting that on paper events management experience as well as the social element. So whether it's um, lining up speakers and coming up with the concepts for the events, I think that was a lot of creative work, which I, again, like Esther was saying, I don't necessarily get that out of my day job because I do a different type of creative work I'm editorial rather than marketing which means I don't you know particularly work on events management and kind of feeding into ideas of how to promote the the events as well um and I'd say you know when I was involved last year there was just this great element of getting to network at the events that I set up of making contacts whether it's through speakers or through members who attended and really, you know, besides getting a host of different competencies that I could bring up at um, at interview in the future, I just got a really unique Oxford publishing experience of um, getting to front in in my in my role last year and also this year as co-chair, getting to head up a branch to strategize to decide what's were going to be our priorities for the year I think that's all really good experience personally as well as professionally yeah I would I definitely definitely agree and I all these things talking about you know skills that you can use for interviews and stuff like that is all it's all very important but um, at least in my experience you also get to have a lot of fun working with some really really great people and that's that's another it's it's not all it's not all serious all the time I'd say that getting involved with the committee in 2019 did wonders for my reading list because being involved in organizing the book clubs I could say this is a book that I really want to read yeah. <laughs> I want to have some people to talk to about it and then I just kind of said it for the, for the book club uh, we wouldn't always do it like that we'd quite often put it out for um you know, democratic vote, but it was it was a nice perk actually getting to um, use my time with SYP to meet up with other bookish people and um, you know to have that motivation that I will read the book because I then have to host the book club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. I think my favorite my favorite part of the publishing industry has always been the people, and I think getting involved in the organisation, attending the events and the socials, it just is a great opportunity to to meet up with those like-minded people on a more sort of social basis um i think yeah that's been a really important part of it for me yeah and fingers crossed next year we'll be able to have a bit more in person mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, even still like the conversations i've had on twitter as well like i've had people reaching out to me to, on twitter to ask about my experiences in marketing because they're looking to get um, a job in that area and just all the conversations that have gone around all the different events like, I think 2020 has definitely been a challenge and I can't wait until we can drink wine together in a room but I think there there is this great sort of online community that you really get to tap into as well. Something that's so interesting actually about the challenges of this year was you know right at the start of the year Esther and I really wanted to focus on 
translating our in-person events and the content that comes out of them you know into a digital setting not just to be accessible but just to give our the good work that we're doing some more longevity because it wasn't you know the opportunity of a single evening in a location with you know a select group of people that that's something that makes the event enjoyable at the time but we wanted to really give these events a digital life as well and it's been really satisfying actually getting um you know the prompt to put that plan into motion by you know, everything moving to online i think it's been a really strong year for the oxford branch and just the syp um, across all of the branches and throughout the uk that the the activities have adjusted really well to the climate and that's a really satisfying thing to have been able to contribute towards so the one important question who can uh who's eligible to apply to be on committee um so we aim for anyone so we're called the society of young publishers but young doesn't mean young it just means if we tend to focus on the first 10 years of your publishing careers um but you don't necessarily have to be in publishing you could just be looking to get a role in publishing when you're enthusiastic about publishing and then um we have a limit of three years serving on a committee so um, as long as you haven't been on a committee for more than three years then you should be eligible to apply and I think that's the two criteria yeah I would I would agree with that that's the criteria you just need to have obviously an interest in publishing whether you're in it already or wanting to get into the industry and to not have previously served on an SYP committee for three years so that's just a way to make sure that the society is inclusive that it's not you know just the same people year after year which is a really positive thing that's built into the constitution of SYP. Um, I guess something that I have mentioned a few times just when I've spoken about applications opening in recent days is that even though we have a dedicated role for students, the student representative uh, position for Brooks and for Oxford University, again, students aren't limited to just applying for those roles. Someone might have really great events management experience from their work in a society or they might just have an interest in it while they're at university and you know if you want to try your hand at a different role put in an application there's nothing to lose and there's also the option on the form to express an interest in a second role so it might be that you really would like to try your hands at being a comms officer but also you'd be interested in being the student touch point for your university and you can express an interest in either role and your application for both will be considered yeah that's a very very good point good point to to bring up there april um where do we apply so essentially you can find information about applying for the oxford branch or any of the other committees on our website thesyp.org.uk if you're specifically interested in the oxford branch and you follow our channels a quick way of getting to it would be to go on our Twitter profile at SYP underscore Oxford. And our pinned tweet at the moment is a link to the volunteer page on the website. And if you click through on there, it gives a summary of all the different branches, of all the different roles, and then there's a link there um, personalized to each branch. And you can essentially click on the branch you want to apply for, and you'll be taken through to a very simple uh google docs form that you can fill out and 
we've mentioned a lot about the different branches. Uh, it might just be worth saying that anybody can apply to the UK committee. It covers the whole country. So uh, you don't need to worry about location. Obviously, we're talking specifically about our experience on the Oxford branch and the criteria for Oxford is that if you are based in the city of Oxford or the Oxfordshire area and that doesn't have to be full-time so if you're a student in the area you could apply and I guess as well if you live in Oxford ordinarily but you spend your term time elsewhere you could also apply because you've got that link to the area. Now you have all the information you need to go ahead and apply for uh, one of the SYP committees. The all-important deadline for applications is this coming Monday, the 30th of November. So make sure that you get your applications in soon. Thank you to April and Esther for joining me. It's been lovely talking to you. And we can't wait to see all of your applications come in to be on the SYP Oxford committee next year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the SYP Oxford podcast and we hope that we will see you all again very, very soon. Make sure you stay up to date with all things SYP Oxford by following us on Twitter at SYP underscore Oxford and on Instagram as well. If email is more your thing, we also have a monthly newsletter that comes out that you can sign up to on the SYP website. Just visit thesyp.org.uk and sign up there. We hope to hear from you all very, very soon.